New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Hello, friends. It is Delaney Degelow here, and I am really excited to be going through Exodus again with y'all. I'm going to be in Exodus 14, verses 15 through 31. And I'm really excited about this passage because it's one that a lot of us have heard at some point. Maybe you haven't. Either way, it's great. But today we're going to be talking about the moment when Moses parts the Red Sea. And I think that we were like if we've heard about this story before, it's one of those incredible moments in the Bible where we see Moses just being used by the Lord to do something that literally we can't even imagine. Like, can I cannot imagine seeing the Lord split a sea. For example, like I can barely get through a crowd on the beach, you know, because there's so many people. But in this moment, God does something incredible through Moses. But We're going to break it down a little bit more, but before we do that, I'm going to go ahead and read it. Today, I'm actually going to be reading out of the New International Version, so NIV. So once again, Exodus 14, verses 15 through 31. It says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. Raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea to divide the water so that the Israelites can go through the sea on dry ground. I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they will go in after them. And I will gain glory through Pharaoh and all his army through his chariots and horsemen. The Egyptians will know that I'm the Lord when I gain glory through Pharaoh, his chariots, and his horsemen. Then the angel of God, who had been traveling in front of Israel's army, withdrew and went behind them. The pillar of cloud also moved from in front and stood behind them, coming between the armies of Egypt and Israel. Throughout the night, the cloud brought darkness to one side and light to the other. So neither went near the other all night long. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And all that night, the Lord drove back the sea with a strong east wind and turned it into dry land. The waters were divided and the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground with a wall of water on their right and on their left. The Egyptians pursued them, and all Pharaoh's horses and chariots and horsemen followed them into the sea. During the last watch of the night, the Lord looked down from the pillar of fire and cloud at the Egyptian army and threw it into confusion. He jammed the wheels of their chariots so they had difficulty driving, and the Egyptians said, Let's get away from the Israelites. The Lord is fighting for them against Egypt. Then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand over the sea so that the waters may flow back over the Egyptians and their chariots and horsemen. Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and at daybreak, the sea went back into its place. The Egyptians were fleeing toward it and the Lord swept them into the sea. The water flowed back and covered the chariots and horsemen, the entire army of Pharaoh that had followed the Israelites into the sea. Not one of them survived. But the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground with a wall of water on their right and on their left. That day, the Lord saved Israel from the hands of the Egyptians, and Israel saw Egyptians lying dead on the shore. And when Israelites saw the mighty hand of the Lord displayed against the Egyptian, the people feared the Lord and put their trust in him and in Moses' servant. In in Moses' servant, sorry. But 
you guys, I love this story for a lot of reasons. And I think, first of all, this is just a cool story. Like when you hear it, you're like, wow, this is great. But I think that there are a lot of like nuggets of truth that we can see throughout this that are really applicable to us in a lot of seasons. So first of all, I love how it starts in verse 15. The Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. So this really resonates with me because this is one of those moments where right before this, in the first couple of verses before 15, Moses is acting so confident to his people. And then he's coming to God like, God, help us, which we've all been there before. But I think what's really cool about this moment, it's like the Lord reminding us, and he's reminded me a lot in this. Sometimes we use prayer as an excuse to not be moved to action. So in this moment, Moses is nervous and scared, and he doesn't know what to do. And instead of taking action, he's coming to the Lord, which, you know, coming to the Lord is a good thing, but it's not a good thing if we're delaying obedience. You know, the Lord is telling Moses what to do, and, you know, Moses is nervous, and he cries out to God, and God is like, why are you crying out to me? Tell Israelites to move on. And so sometimes we know exactly what we're supposed to be doing or where we're supposed to go next, but we almost delay that by being like, you know what, I'm going to keep praying about it because it sounds good to say, you know, I'm really praying through it, but sometimes we're using that prayer and that moment to delay obedience and delayed obedience is disobedience. You know, it's, it's a space where we're using, we're almost, if you've ever heard the term Jesus juke, like we're using something that sounds really spiritual and mature as an excuse to not take action. And I love how it said, tell the Israelites to move on. And I think that the Lord sometimes is trying to captivate our attention and say, hey, I've given you clarity. I've told you where to go next. Now it's time for you to move on. You've sought me. You've consulted with me. Now it's time to move on. And then verse 16, when it says, raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea to divide the water. A little motion is what invoked God's power. So a little act of obedience is what unleashed the power of God. And a couple weeks ago, Pastor Brady had a sermon where he said, you know, that obedience rooted in faith is what unleashes God's power. So raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea. If Moses would have doubted that, he would have prohibited God from using him. He would have prohibited God from invoking an incredible miracle in that moment. And I truly believe God can use who he wants when he wants, and he can do things without people. But God gave Moses the opportunity to be a part of something incredible, something that generations upon generations would talk about. And if Moses was like, God, hey, yo, like stretching out my staff is not going to do anything. Like, God, that's just going to make me look silly. But instead, he said, okay, you know what? God, I'm going to trust you, and I'm going to raise my staff and stretch out my hand. And I believe that you're going to do something with that. And I think that we have to all remember that sometimes a little act of obedience that might not seem like a big deal, like go here, do this, talk to them, could be an opportunity to unleash God to do something truly incredible. But we just have to be obedient enough to listen to God and then to take that little step. So maybe God is calling, you know, to talk to somebody in your family about the Lord. Maybe the Lord is leading you to take a job that you're like, I don't really know about this. I'm not sure. But once again, those little acts of obedience that you feel like the Lord is leading you to could do something incredible where God can be fully glorified. And we see once again, this story is great. And there's so many things I could talk about. But the one last thing, this passage says this twice. It talks about the wall of water being on their right and on their left. We see that in verse 22 and down in 29, where it says, the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground with a wall of water on their right and on their left. 
And one thing I love about this, it says it twice. And I think whenever there's something repeated twice, specifically, we need to take a moment to look at it because scripture is very concise and says words on purpose very deliberately. So it says this twice, but the Israelites went through the sea with a wall of water on their right and on their left. And here's what I got from this, friends. That life can be completely chaotic on our right and on our left. But if we stay focused on what's in front of us, that's how we can get through a situation that seems impossible. Like if if the Israelites would have taken too much time to dwell on the fact we are literally walking through the ocean. Oh my gosh, there's a giant wave on my right and on my left. They could have been overcome by fear and they wouldn't have walked forward in the obedience that the Lord had called them to. So sometimes situations seem impossible. But if we get distracted by what's on our right and on our left, we won't be able to move forward in the path that the Lord has called us to walk in. So make sure that we're not so overcome by fear or a situation that seems impossible that we we could become stagnant. Once again, going back to how Moses was at the beginning, like, God, what do I do? In this moment, they knew where the Lord was directing them. He was directing them to follow Moses, to go forward. And if they would have been overcome by fear by the water that was on their right and on their left, it might not have led to where they were called to go. So I would challenge us all today, you know, not to use prayer as an excuse, to be to remember the fact that God can use little acts of obedience to do something incredible. And then finally, to not be distracted by the things that seem impossible or to not let things that seem scary overcome us and not allow us to walk forward in the path that we've been called to. So my friends today, I would say, what's a little act of obedience that the Lord is calling you to this week, today? What's something that you can do to just Walk in faith, not in fear today, because as we've seen from Moses and the Israelites, God can do incredible things when we just put our yes on the table and take a step forward. So I love you guys, and I hope that this was encouraging, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's Word.